the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on FM 93.7, 103.1, and AM Edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are so honored to have you with us today, and uh, we are keeping our eyes on everything that is happening, uh, both uh, in Korea, Japan, United States. We've got you covered from coast to coast. It is the Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, and that means that we are getting to the end of another week, and uh, we're going to continue to keep our eyes open for what could be happening in the days ahead. Right now, we know that you have uh, some questions. We've got a few answers this afternoon, and we are simulcasting right now all across Central Florida on our Salem Network Faith Talk stations, our answer stations, and on the biz. We also got live apps, iHeartRadio, and real-time streaming up as well. So call a friend, invite them to come and join us. And by the way, we have those three convenient telephone numbers for you to join the conversation this afternoon. And uh, by the way, load them up on your auto dials. You never know when you want to help in. Help in, hop in, whatever in. All right, in Tampa, it's 813-287-5700. 813-287-5700. Sarasota, Bradenton, Manatee County, your local number is 941-955-0930. 941-955-0930. Toll-free number all across Florida and the U.S., 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. I suppose you might have heard by now that uh, we are locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. And um, our armed forces uh, from in the theater told us that they are prepared. If they have to uh, get at it tonight, they're ready to get at it tonight. Now, let me tell you, that's not, uh, I don't see that happening at all. I'm just uh, telling you that is the message that has been uh, sent out. The Pentagon says that they are ready, and the whole idea about ready to fight tonight is very important. Now, what we are looking at right now is that um, U.S. Pacific Command is in charge. They released pictures of the B-1B Lancer bombers that uh, actually were taxiing out of Guam. Later this month, there's going to be exercises between ourselves, the Japanese, um, in uh, in that area. And so uh, we're now looking at um, just exactly what may or may not be uh, the next step here. Now, uh, a North Korean state news agency, according to Fox News, warned that even a single shell dropped on the Korean peninsula might lead to an outbreak of the thermonuclear war. So the... um, the words, the ratcheting up uh, has certainly not diminished any less than where we were at in the last couple of days. 
according to the Korean Central News Agency, and they were quoting the Institute of International Studies researcher Kam Kam Cole. We consider the U.S. no more than a lump, which we can beat to a jelly any time. Can I repeat this very deep quote on our program this morning, this afternoon? We consider the U.S. no more than a lump, which we can beat to a jelly any time. Now, can I have a little levity? Mike, you think I have a little levity? I don't know how the president could, could top that one. I'm a, <laughs> it's not a laughing matter, but I mean, okay. We're going to beat you to a jelly anytime we want to. Well, they can um, they can make all the threats that they wish. But for me, I think there is the red line in the sand. Kim Jong-un said by what, the middle of August? They were going to have this exercise and they were going to shoot rockets toward Guam. Well, the middle of August, let's see, are there 30 or 31 days in August? 31? So I was going to say the 15th, so we have to give him 15 and a half, right? Now, I know he wants to be very accurate, the little man from North Korea. Um, but isn't this, um, isn't it interesting how all the media and all the press is playing it? The reason is, You've heard it the last couple of days. I guarantee you're going to hear it on the Sunday talk shows. Instead of this potential threat. Now, I can tell you, I'm not convinced that he has 60, you know, compact nukes ready to go. Maybe he does. I just don't think that it's 60. Does he have one? Yeah, unfortunately, I I, I'm not disputing the fact that he, he may have uh, one or two or three or four, which um, makes him equally as all it takes is one. And especially with the huge population centers of um, center of Seoul just across the border of the 38th parallel, that is very problematic indeed. But when we look at um, what we're doing in the area, let me give you a little bit of an idea. We, we brought in um, extra B-1 bombers. We've got a horde of fighter aircraft that's going to be escorting those B-1 bombers if necessary. If you look at a map to understand the geography of the area, if uh, North Korea fires a missile in the direction of Guam, that direction is southeast from Guam. It would, uh, you know, unless their satellites can go in a semicircle, (laughs) which they don't, it's going to go up and down. And by the way, many believe that they have not uh, worked out the technology to bring it back in from uh, orbit, the more the longer ballistic missiles, without it burning up in the atmosphere, because uh, you've got to have that technology down as well. But here's what we have happening. First of all, we have uh, in Japan, they have their own set of missile uh, intercept batteries 
on the continent of Japan, if that if that missile is launched, we're going to know, along with the Japanese and, and everyone else, by the way, we're going to know in a matter of seconds the trajectory, and um, we have uh, the analysis ready to go that we'll know where that missile is going to be heading. Now, here's here's the layer of protection for Guam. First of all, you're going to have the the Japanese are going to f- to fire their intercept missile batteries to take down that missile as it's going up and over Japan. In addition to that, um, we have not only uh, our intercept uh, missile batteries on Guam ready to intercept. We have ships that have that capability that are now stationed, you know, in the waters between Guam and the flight path coming in from uh, North Korea. I want to remind you that we also have laser technology that might be deployed. And it's my understanding through some of our sources that the uh, laser capability is in theater. And so I wanted to just kind of put a little bit of meat on the bones from what we get from the Pentagon saying, hey, we're locked and load and ready. I understand that they've got uh, two or three different plans to deal with. Uh, none of them are first strike, from what I understand. And was talking to the captain and some of the captain sources as well, that um, for those of you that believe that uh, all this was in preparation, that we're going to do a first strike, it's going to happen in the next few days, that's my understanding that's not in the cards and and it wouldn't make sense to do that at the moment anyway um because with the threat being localized in nature uh at least a very high um level of confidence that as this missile would be would be coming in you've got the japanese you got our, you got a lot of resources that can be brought to bear to bring it down now understand that one of the uh, intelligent uh, intelligence items we were dealing with is that he would want to uh, fire off four or five missiles at the same time. Now, class, let me ask you a question. Why do you think he wants to fire five missiles at, at the same time? Those that are manning the anti-missile batteries, if you're just firing one in, you know, you've got how many assets I just said watching that? Now, quite frankly, and they've trained for this, but if, uh, first of all, if he is successful to launch five different uh, missiles inbound to Guam, okay, um, then that takes a little bit, uh, a little bit more of a level of sophistication uh, because each one of those has to be uh, locked on by a particular asset and assets, and uh, all five have to be dealt with. So... That's what we have in terms of what we're being prepared for. Now, the big question, which uh, we don't know, um, those of us uh, on the outside, is when you're looking at those three, two or three contingency plans, um, so what do we do if he fires one, two, three, four, five missiles? They're inbound, and um, I can tell you that uh, unless they... Head what? Head southeast and go about two miles off the shore of North Korea. You know, North Korea, and uh, that's the end of it. 
if they go any further than that, and especially if they're successful enough to try and splash these just off the coast, we would consider that an attack on the United States of America. Now, here's where the Chinese come in. Chinese at the moment, now and keep in mind, understand that we don't know what's really going on. We only have hints. And remember that the public relations campaign is, is, is going on. The propaganda campaign is going on. And so that is what uh, both sides, including China and Russia, what they're having their diplomats, their spokespersons talk about. And so China this morning, um, overnight probably for them, made it clear that if Kim Jong-un fired a missile at us first, they would stand down of any kind of retaliatory attack by the United States back to the North Koreans. At the same time, they said, if there was a preemptive strike of any kind by the United States that didn't follow, um, you know, missiles coming in from um, North Korea, then they would side with um, North Korea. So that's what we're looking at this afternoon. You can better believe that there is a back-channeling going on, and uh, we'll um, continue to keep an eye on that and um, let you know the latest. But um, what I'll be talking about in a moment, um, you can better believe that the rhetoric around the country is the words of our president. And I'm wondering if we still have that, do we have that Harry Truman cut still around somewhere? We come back, I want to make sure you know we got a couple of other presidents that stood tough. One of them was a president in 1962, and one of them was way back, and it was Harry Truman. We'll have that in a moment. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. What are your thoughts about how President Trump is handling the entire situation to the moment? 877-943-9673. Join the conversation. AM 930, The Answer. Online at am930theanswer.com. This new reality of daily attacks on our conservative beliefs, family values, and our proud American way of life. It's important to remember, you're not alone. November confirmed that. And we are with you. We are AM 930, The Answer. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with, with the electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. This is Todd Chapman with Food for the Poor. Two weeks ago, I visited a desperately poor village in southeast Haiti. The 200 families living in Kokoye have nothing. No food, no clean water. Their houses are not even fit for human habitation. But we are going to bring change to this community. A one-time gift of just $50 will feed a child for an entire year and bring them clean, safe drinking water for life. Would you help now by calling 855-353-4673 or give online? At am930theanswer.com. Am 930, stress saver, traffic report. 
Good afternoon, 75 northbound slow ride around University Parkway. So far, the DeSoto Bridge, Business 41 Bridge and the Skyway all looking pretty good. 301, not uh, seeing much to slow your ride there. 41's moving well in the Bradenton area. State Road 64, State Road 70, University Parkway all looking pretty good. Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's moving well. Tuttle, McIntosh, Proctor, and Swift all in good shape. Washington Boulevard northbound, usual slow ride approaching Fruitville and checking out the Venice area. Tamiami Trail, Venice Avenue, Jack Randall Boulevard, Center Road, and the Venice Bypass are all looking good and not seeing much to slow your ride on Laurel Road. And 75 in the area looking pretty good. I'm Dave Kosh on FM 93.7, 102.1, and AM 930, The Answer. If they do not now accept our terms, they may expect a rain of ruin from the air, the like of which has never been seen on this earth. Behind this air attack will follow sea and land forces in such numbers and power as they have not yet seen, and with the fighting skill of which they are already well aware. Bill Bunkley back with uh, Harry S. Truman. President Truman, and uh, we are um, back at uh, 20 minutes past the hour. I want you to think about, we're going to play Donald Trump in just a moment. I want you to look at just the words. If you listen to Harry Truman, is there really that much different in the, in the Truman speech than what you're going to hear in a moment? Is the description of what we may do in terms of our capability, our arsenal, even references to what's going to be coming in the air. But, you know, it's a little different if it's Donald Trump. By the way, breaking news, Harry Truman was a Democrat. Let's listen to Donald Trump, and I've asked Mike if he can find it. There's another president who uh, who definitely drew a line, a red line. And uh, everybody in my generation remind, remind, is reminded of that red line. But let's listen to the, the remarks from President Trump again. North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. He has been very threatening uh, beyond a normal statement. And as I said, they will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power, the likes of which this world has never seen before. Now, let me say something that will be controversial, okay? I'm not saying this, but I am amazed. I'm amazed that someone hasn't claimed that President Trump has plagiarized Harry Truman. Think about that. That's close enough. Look, with all the fake news we've been dealing with, I mean, certainly these two speeches, these two messages, certainly are in the same neighborhood. But as you can well tell, the... The hyperbole, the, the 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 hysteria by the media, and then also, unfortunately, I think that some in our 
establishment circles who somehow really don't believe this could ever escalate into the fact that we're going to be standing or sitting by our our cable listening to um listening and watching as an attack unfolds so this is another opportunity to try and sideline the uh the individual that was voted by the people populist with the people but um when you listen to these two warnings uh, it is um it is eerily simple now it's eerily simple to see how they're similar now uh another question do we have we got anything on um how long is it yeah we're not going to play an 18 minute cup uh cut here um see what you can pull out of it and then um I want to talk about it uh, anyway. How many of you were alive in 1962? Um, I was alive in 1962, and I was alive right here in Tampa, Florida. I think I was in the third grade. That would be in October of 1962. And uh, that was the time when um, some other dubious folks were aiming their their newly acquired rockets, not only at Florida, but at the United States. That's when Fidel Castro, who hoodwinked the people of Cuba, who came in to rescue them from uh, all the graft, the casinos, the prostitutes, all of what was involved with Havana, organized crime, uh, even with the connections here in Tampa and around the southeast, and so he overthrows them for the people, and then you knew what happened after that. Soon he was uh, the proxy of uh, the Soviet Union. And so Khrushchev decided that uh, his uh, new alliance with uh, Fidel Castro, that they were going to bring down their latest weaponry, and they were going to set up th- these um, rocket batteries um, <laughs> just across the Florida Straits from Key West. And, of course, depending on the range of uh, the different size of the of the rockets. And so what did we do? We flew over the island. We did reconnaissance uh, on the island as well with some of our spy planes and uh, verified that we had a real, what, present danger, a real and present danger. And that's what we have today. And uh, what did John Fitzgerald Kennedy do after the failed invasion at the Bay of Pigs, certainly reeling from that. But the fact that the Soviets had these freighters and we were buzzing the freighters. We, we saw the rockets. We saw the launchers. They were under tarps on these uh, cargo freight um, ships. And um, we basically said, look, here's the ultimatum. You either turn those ships around you start dismantling these rockets or there is going to be a military response. You are not going to do this. And so what I want to suggest is, is as we're going into a weekend where you're going to have a lot of hyperbole about this, this, this Donald Trump shooting from the hip, and, uh, oh, today the Russian ambassador is uh, hes telling us to tone it down. 
telling the president to tone it down after they have marched into Crimea, after they uh, uh, are involved with their expansionist plans, and uh, now they are, you know, aligned with Iran, and now they're aligned with Syria, and they're bombing opposition. It's interesting that uh, the Russians believe they have the moral high ground to be lecturing our country or our president on how we're going to deal with this response. Well, I got a little surprise coming back, and that is um, if you just listen to all the response in the media and from the cultural elite as well as um, the establishment elite, the comments of uh, fire and fury and lock and load by President Trump, you would think that the whole country disapproves of how Trump is handling the crisis. I think they would be wrong. What are your thoughts? What would be your suggestions to the president? Stay on the current course? Negotiate? Pull all the troops back? Join the conversation, 877-943-9673. What would you do if it was your decision? More The Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Online at am930theanswer.com. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump talking about North Korea again. He says critics are complaining about his tough statements simply because those statements come from him. And the president suggests the critics are in the minority. The North Korean dictator, Mr. Trump, says this man will not get away with what he's doing. They've made repairs to the damaged equipment that disabled a critical water pumping system in New Orleans. The Crescent City remains under a flood threat. Conservatives haven't given up on getting rid of Obamacare. They now hope to bypass House leaders and force a vote on repealing the alternative, uh, the Affordable Care Act. On Wall Street today, stocks closed with modest gains. The Dow was up 14 points, 21,858. The Nasdaq better by 40, and the S&P closed up. Three points. More details at srnews.com. So just how smart is your smartphone? Add a couple dozen IQ points to your digital friend by downloading the AM930 app. Local news, national headlines, and incisive commentary. Turning your smartphone into a genius. The AM930 app is the answer. I'm Gunnar Crawl, a sophomore at Clemson University and a graduate from Sarasota Christian School. My time at Sarasota Christian prepared me for college in, in a lot of ways. I think a definite advantage at Sarasota Christian School is the, the smaller class size. The smaller class size allows the teachers to teach more in-depth about the topic than other schools. We are uh, able to learn more about the why things are and not just black and white facts. If you're not ready for it, college life can definitely be uh, an experience, maybe sometimes not a positive one. But being a Sarasota Christian and their emphasis on spiritual learning it definitely gives you a good, a really good foundation when transitioning into that college life and uh, being out on your own. You're able to realize who you are, what you believe, and why you do the things that you do. And this gives you a great moral compass as you uh, go throughout your time in college. Send your child to Sarasota Christian School. Visit sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. 
This is Michael Medved, your cultural crusader, making it clear to you that you can hear my show, The Michael Medved Show, for all three hours now. Tonight, starting at 9 o'clock, right after Larry Elder. Now, of course, if you ever miss a program or if you want to hear the show live, you can always go to our website. Go to michaelmedved.com and find out how to access all kinds of other cool stuff. That's michaelmedved.com. And make sure to listen tonight at 9, right here on FM 93.7, 103.1, and AM 930, The Answer. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good afternoon, 75 northbound crash at University Parkway, seeing delays almost back to Fruitvale Road, the DeSoto Bridge, some northbound delays across now. Business 41 Bridge and the Skyway, though, looking pretty good. 301 northbound, a little slow approach on State Road 70, State Road 64, 70, University Parkway, all trouble-free. Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's in pretty good shape. Tuttle, McIntosh, Proctor, Swift, no problems there. Washington Boulevard northbound, usual slow ride as you approach Fruitville Road. In the Venice area, Tamiami Trail, Venice Avenue, Jacaranda Boulevard, Center Road, and the Venice Bypass all looking okay. I'm Dave Kosh on FM 93.7, 102.1. At AM 930, the answer. Partly cloudy skies with a few showers tonight. Low 78, a late thunderstorm. Otherwise, more clouds than sun. High 88 Saturday. Patchy cloud scene Saturday night. Low 79. Periods of sun and clouds Sunday with an early passing shower followed by a late thunderstorm. Sunday's high 89. I'm Matt Roberts for FM 93.7, 103.1, and AM 930, the answer. We're back. It's 34 minutes past the hour. And, uh, you know, I've been telling you about the fantastic deals out at Rivard Buick GMC. Let me tell you what. They are selling some vehicles, in particular the 2017 GMC Sierra 1500s, the SLTs with that Premium Plus pack. Let me tell you, I've been suggesting to you that uh, one of the cars that I was driving is a beautiful crimson red. Uh, and uh, it could be yours with over ten thousand dollars off. Well, guess what? I just I don't. I've got another car here. I've got another GMC Sierra. I don't even know what it looks like. I know it's black, and that's why the, my good friends have uh, come to swap it out because someone is interested in the very truck I was driving. And uh, Nate was just here, who's the business development manager. Good to see Nate uh, if you're listening. And so I'm going to tell you. You know why there's a buzz about what's happening. They are the number one Sierra dealership uh, in July all throughout the state of Florida. And by the way, it doesn't matter because right here in our listing area, all up and down the I-4 corridor, and I'm talking about uh, Tampa Bay, West Central Florida, they consistently, month after month, are the number one Sierra volume dealer, period, end of story. Why? Well, I'll tell you what, don't you dare think about buying a GMC Sierra or any other GMC without checking with my good friends at Rivard Buick GMC. Why? Tell you what, you're going to get the very, very best deal. And right now, they have opportunities uh, in addition uh, over $10,000 off the sticker on some select GMC Sierras. And I want to tell you, by the time you get a chance to uh, plug into the sound system, 
the beautiful interior. In fact, right now, Mike, I don't even know. I can't wait to get outside uh, the studio at 6 o'clock because uh, just before coming on the air, someone wanted to look at my vehicle that I was demonstrating, and uh, it's it, you can't get more exciting than that than uh, people wanting to get involved with that. So you need to go out and check them out. It's well worth the drive. If you're thinking about buying any kind of a truck, especially if you're in the market for a GMC truck, you don't want to buy anywhere else because it's probably going to cost you money because I believe they'll give you the best deal, period. You know, I'll tell you what, refreshing experience, exceptional service. That is what you get at Revar Buick GMC. That's the difference. Come on in and take a look for yourselves. And by the way, go to their website right now because you have an opportunity at RevarBuickGMC.com. RevarBuickGMC.com. Check those low prices and then give them a call. 813-620-6500. 813-620-6500. Tell them that you're in the market for a car and go on out and take a look because I'll tell you what, you're going to get the very, very best deal. That's what I believe. All right, uh, let's get back to some thoughts this afternoon. I was talking about the similarities. If you just wrote the speech down from Harry Truman and wrote the, the words of the speech of Donald Trump, they are very, very similar in nature. And, in fact, if I was on the left, I'd start uh, doing some fake news that the Trump speechwriters plagiarized uh, the speech uh, or the terms that the president's been using, and they took it right out of that Harry Truman speech. Now, now I want to tell you something. You know that you're going to get the buzz all weekend, and I am uh, putting to bed uh, what I'm going to be talking about first of the week because they're going to be talking about how how much of a cowboy President Trump is. I mean, how much he's, this guy's out of control, he's shooting from the hip, and da-da-dee, da-da-do. This is after we've had a string of presidents who basically got us to where we're at today. And it, it is bipartisan. I mean, it is this in, this individual, this situation, his family should have been dealt with a long time ago. And it's been left to fester. And as the president said, um, is not going to fester any longer. But something happened today. You might be aware of Rasmussen, Rasmussen Reports, one of uh, the country's very well-respected polling entities. Now, if everybody's just going to go along with the, you know, the narrative that's coming from uh, uh, both Republican and uh, Democrat establishment circles who uh, definitely are committed to the downfall of the presidency of Donald Trump, uh, and you know, it's kind of like a, a conductor in a symphony. You know, they're in concert. They, they've got their role to play that goes along with the criticism from the National Press Corps. Um, and again, if you just kind of came from a, 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 another country or maybe from another planet, you would surmise that the whole country must disapprove of how Trump is handling the crisis. Well, well, well. Can I tell you something? You would be pretty wrong, Mr. and Mrs. Rasmussen Reports has, uh, what, the, what they do is a daily presidential tracking poll. You with me? Every day they're taking this poll. Now, no doubt that uh, because of the inability to start the process on the repeal and replace of Obamacare, everybody's taking a big hit. And the president's taking a big hit. And quite frankly... Because of the president being pretty bold and and being pretty specific about what he wants to do and what his goals are, 
Look, when you are that bold and specific, when things don't start coming in on the timetable, look, people can then pinpoint that and criticize it. He knows that. And so you've got the uh, the Congress that certainly their inability after the eight years of President Obama and uh, knowing, uh, you know, on November of last year that, uh, hey, got a new new president in town. The bill wasn't ready to go by the time the inauguration took place. So we know there's reasons why the president, uh, his rating is going down. But wait just a minute. About a week ago, and you might have heard the reports about how low it was, and the president, his approval rating is only at 39%. Hmm. That was last Friday. Any idea what his approval rating is today? Folks, his approval rating is 45%. That is a six-point jump. Um... In one week. And by the way, let me assure you that Rasmussen is not a Republican polling firm. It's not a Democratic polling firm. It's a reliable polling firm. Now, think about the timeline here. The president's toughest rhetoric facing the threat that American citizens on American soil could be facing a real and present danger of a nuclear-armed attack has been very clear, very forceful, and very ready to do whatever is necessary to protect our people. So look at the reaction among the citizens. Not the talking heads, not the spin doctors of the Beltway, I'm talking about the people who are out there across the land. Something tells me, and and I've, I've written about this, I've said this before, there's going to be a point where some of this silliness and some of this spinning that's going to go on, they're going to go too far. The press is going to go too far. The, um, the establishment is going to go too far. And, uh, and I want to tell you, it's very enlightening reading um, former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich, his, uh, his new book on Donald Trump. I mean, it is very enlightening uh, about how, how the president is connecting with the people and, and how we have, you know, those who may think they're part of the elite class in this country and then the rest of us. And I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. We all should be hoping and praying. And right now, you can better believe there are, there are communiques going back and forth, probably back-channeled, probably not direct, but there is, uh, there is a lot going on behind the scenes in terms of trying to uh, put together a, a, a diplomatic uh, resolution to this. But keep in mind, one of the difficulties are, is I don't think that the president's interested in acknowledging that Korea is going to be welcomed into the League of Nations with nuclear weapons. No. The difficulty with that is, is that we will hopefully stay with the position, no, 
you're not going to go forward. You need to disarm those nuclear weapons, and uh, it's going to be a very um, sticky situation, if you will. And uh, you never can trust the Chinese. You certainly can't trust the North Koreans. And so um, we have this embargo, and I know that uh, we have uh, all sorts of um, of uh, surveillance opportunities to see, to listen in and to see what uh, these various players are doing. But um, it's clear that when you look at Israel, when you look at how they defend themselves, you do not uh, today, after all of what they've been through, you today do not give any ground. We were in the uh, Golan Heights just a couple of days before some errant uh, mortar shells from a tank and a rocket launcher ended up on the Golan Heights, which was Israel ter- Israel's uh, territory. Didn't take but about 20 or 30 minutes for an F-16 because they knew exactly where the tank was. They knew exactly where the mortar position was. And guess what? Smoked them right then and there. And every time made the statement, look, we're not looking for any aggressiveness, but we are putting you on notice again that we protect our people and the slightest incursion is going to get a swift and um, probably more forceful um, response. I think that is uh, precisely where our president is. And um, uh, as this unfolds day by day by day, um, I know that I am uh, very much, uh, I'm a a person of faith, of a Christian worldview. Uh, And from my perspective, I understand that, uh, you know, folks are listening today who may not be on that same page, but uh, I, I take praying for, various things very seriously and i am and i am praying that for the world's sake that uh number one that uh we can stand down on this threat number two i'm praying that this country is uh we've already seen by their actions what they have done to their people just look at a satellite photograph of the korean peninsula north of the 38 parallel it's just about dark there's not even any street lights And then you see the southern half of Korea, uh, especially around Seoul. I mean, it's lit up like more than a Christmas tree. Why? Well, because that's the north. That's North Korea who we're dealing with. And this is such a repressive, repressive rogue dictator who um, the forced labor, all of what's happening here, the fact that the world community is going to let him have access to nuclear weapons? Well, obviously, obviously, in a historic vote last Saturday, the United States convinced both China and Russia to vote for the sanctions. When we come back, uh, there's another president I thought uh, we may or may not have for you, and that is uh, President Kennedy. He had to draw a line in the water, if you will, and uh, that was with the Soviet shipment of rockets aimed right at my little house in Tampa, Florida, 1962. We'll talk about that next on the Bill Bunkley Show. AM 930, The Answer. Online at am930theanswer.com. AM 930. 
9.30. The Answer. Sports. Brought to you by Shoot Straight Tampa. The Rays and Indians continue their series tonight at Tropicana Field. Game two of the four-game set. The Rays coming off a dramatic 4-1 to win over the Indians last night on a three-run home run by Corey Dickerson in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers will have their first preseason game tonight. The Bucs take on the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. And the Florida State League play has a full slate of action. Tampa, Clearwater, Bradenton, and Dunedin will all be seeing action. And also the Tampa Bay Storm gearing up for their playoff game that comes up on Monday night when they host Cleveland at 7 o'clock at Amelie Arena. A win for the Storm would put them into the Arena Bowl. That's your sports update. I'm Paul Porter. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. This is Todd Chapman with Food for the Poor. Two weeks ago, I visited a desperately poor village in southeast Haiti. The 200 families living in Kokoye have nothing. No food, no clean water, no jobs. Their houses are not even fit for human habitation. But we are going to bring change to this community. And that change begins with getting them food and water. Will you join with the Answer family to bring hope and health to Haiti? A one-time gift of just $50 will feed a child for an entire year and bring them clean, safe drinking water for life. $50 does all this. Would you help now by calling 855-353-4673? That's 855-353-HOPE. Food for the Poor is the largest charity working in Haiti today, and your generous gifts make a life-saving difference. 855-353-4673. 855-353-HOPE. 855-353-HOPE. Or give online at am930theanswer.com. With the SRN News Business Brief, I'm Rich Thomason. Wall Street stocks have recovered some of what they lost in recent days. The key averages closing with modest gains. Hackers have released an email from HBO in which the company expressed a willingness to pay them $250,000 as part of negotiations over data swiped from HBO servers. The biggest mall in the country, Mall of America, Bloomington, Minnesota, marking its 25th anniversary. Shares of Snap are down sharply after the parent company of Snapchat reported paltry earnings. Payless Shoe Source says it has emerged from bankruptcy protection this week, now looking for a CEO to lead the company. The Dow up 14 points, closing at 21,858. The Nasdaq 40 points higher at the close, and the S&P was up 3 points. With business, I'm Rich Thomason. The Dennis Prager Show. The Russians were involved, but it wasn't about collusion. The president is entirely accurate. It's all been fake news. You've been bathing in it. It's all hysteria. The moment the press maintains something, I assume it's false. I have never once in my career been proven wrong on this matter. Weekdays at noon on AM 930. The answer. AM 930. Stress saver. Traffic report. Good afternoon, 75 northbound. Uh, earlier crash at University Parkway still is northbound fairly heavy all the way back past Fruitville Road. DeSoto Bridge southbound, slow ride all the way across. And the Business 41 Bridge, a little slow southbound on the very south end of the bridge as you approach uh, State Road 64. Tamiami Trail northbound slow ride between 301 and State Road 64. And in the Sarasota area, th- 
Washington Boulevard northbound, a little slow as you approach Fruitville. Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's all looking pretty good. And in Venice, Laurel Road, 681, Camiana Trail, Venice Avenue, Jack Randall Boulevard in good shape. I'm Dave Kosh on FM 93.7, 102.1, and AM 930, The Answer. We're back, Bill Bunkley, as this Friday afternoon is rolling on. Got a great show lined up um, on our 5 o'clock hour. But I want to remind you, as we got a few moments left this afternoon, um, I- I'm sort of sort of a, a aligning myself with what the folks in Guam must be feeling. I was born and raised here in Tampa. I have seen this place grow, and and I want to tell you that during the 1962 missile crisis, when uh, right here in Little Tampa, MacDill Air Force Base, um, we had the images of the satellite pictures coming in first, where we saw the the new rocket launchers being put in on the northern shores of Cuba, just a just a stone's throw from Key West. And then we then had the aerial photographs with the um, ships coming in from uh, uh, with the Soviets, taking more missiles, rockets, I should say, rocket and rocket launchers. And I can remember that uh, we were preparing for a very bad outcome. And some of you can relate if you were born and raised here because, you know, I think I was in third grade. I was at Tampa Bay Elementary School, which is right around the corner. Uh, just uh, I could walk. In fact, the backside of Tampa Elementary, people are, are selling, uh, you know, they have people park in their yards for the Raymond James uh, events, Buccaneers. Um, but I remember I had to bring a blanket. I had to bring a couple of gallons of water. We drilled, as children, we drilled, uh, the loudspeaker said we're going to have a drill, and when the drill came, we had to practice getting under our desks, putting our desks together, in in case that we were attacked. Now, I'm going to tell you, when you're in third grade, you remember stuff like that. I mean, you remember what that was like, and so maybe I have a little different perspective Um in terms of uh, those who are taking this lightly or not really uh, understanding what somebody like a Kim Jong-un could do. I mean, this irrational individual who obviously has zero moral compass in his life. He's second, third generation along that track. And... um, when you look at what we deal with from time to time in terms of the changing of the guard, the changing of presidents, I just want to leave you with this. I remember a time where we we always respected the office of the president. We respected the office. You've heard me say so many times during the entire eight-year run of Barack Obama that I disagreed with him greatly on the policy and on the issues in many areas. I appreciated the fatherhood that he uh, expressed with his two girls. Um, And uh, I always encourage my audience to respect the office because he was the president of the United States. 
I am so disappointed of um, how many in the elite and in the media have um, decided to dishonor that long-standing tradition. Because at a time where we ought to be coming together and speak with one voice, even if we are uncomfortable with that voice, it is the commander-in-chief. And we're just not seeing those type of levels of um, coming together. And so you wonder, one wonders about the future of our country at a time like this. Because I want to tell you, even back to 9-11, that was time when this country really came together. Why? Because all the influential voices out there, left, right, up, down, whatever race, you name it, hey, we got to stick together. And since then, in a few short years, we've become so polarized that uh, I think we we are at greater risk with the type of um, rhetoric that we have. So we will continue to see this unfold. I will tell you that uh, by the time we go off the air, I think there will be some updates uh, early evening hitting the news wires from not only President Donald Trump, from our Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, and our United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley. And what that means is is that As I told you, there's a lot of back-channeling going on right now. So watch and uh, be prepared to listen very carefully to the public statements, not only tonight but in the next few days to come, because uh, public statements are not only for us, but they're very, very much intentional, uh, directed towards um, uh, North Korea, China, others in the mix. Well, coming up, going to take a chance to take a time out. For those of you uh, listening on 860 or 930, Jay Sekulow's up next. I'll be heading over to um, 57910 plus uh, 102.1 in Lakeland for the hour two of the Bill Bunkley Show. And for the rest of you who've been with us this week, and um, I leave you at this time, hey, thank you for tuning in. It's an honor to uh, be with you each and every day. Hope that um, we updated you and you were better informed and got some of those questions answered today and this week we'll see you either in a minute or next week and i know it's gonna be a lovely day am 930 the answer wlss sarasota fm 103.1 w276 cr bradenton and fm 93.7 w229 br bayshore gardens this report is brought to you by the bullet hole of sarasota with srn news i'm keith peters in washington president donald trump has a warning to north korean leader kim jong-un if he continues his threats to u.s territories and allies he utters one threat in the form of, a, of an overt threat, which, by the way, he has been uttering for years and his family has been uttering for years. Or if he does anything with respect to Guam or any place else that's an American territory or an American. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.